Good morning and welcome to Community Connections with Children's Services Council of St. Lucie County. I am just one of your remote hosts, Sean Boyle, and with me is? Ashley Mock. You are also remote, correct? I am. We are both remote. I just want to set a good example for our listeners. Not all, We are social distancing by miles, right? <laughs> yes, we are. All right, so welcome to the half-hour radio program that uh, for nine years has been uh, on the airways to connect you, the listener, to resources and or things that are available regarding children and families in St. Lucie County. Now, our little radio show has taken a, a little bit of a twist and a turn in that we generally come live on Sundays, but I'm going to admit something here, folks. We are not live. It is No, a, it is a big secret. It, it is. It's a, it's actually Thursday. And I, I want to make sure that our listeners know that it's Thursday because it feels like a lot can change by the time we go on the air on Sunday. That is accurate information. So we are going to have our little banter and our discussion about resources, but know full well that that's current as of Thursday at 1230 p.m. <laughs> yeah. And... Um, and traditionally, we introduce our guest who sounds like he's working in the background. Traditionally, we introduce our guest uh, kind of after we do our little intro. But because they're hanging out on the phone with us, it seems kind of silly just to pretend like they're not here. Um, so we have, and we're going to talk more in depth, but we want him to join in on the conversation now. We have the one and only Will Armstead from the Boys and Girls Clubs of St. Lucie County. Hey, what's going on, Sean and Ashley? This is kind of challenging because we're doing this over the phone, but... All right, so um, I, I just want to also say we obviously know that this is a tough time. We're we're going to try to add some levity and some resources. I don't want you to think because we're being, you know, kind of joking around that we don't realize the seriousness of the situation, particularly for a lot of families in our community that are facing tough times in regards to job loss or economic impact. We just want to add a little bit of levity. Quite honestly, it's kind of a coping mechanism, but it's also kind of fun, for right? Sure. <laughs> Absolutely. That, that is for sure. So I'm, I'm excited about this show. I was actually thinking about this before we actually went on air. Um, we have been at the Children's Services Council mostly been working remote. And what I miss about that, and I, and I expressed this to you yesterday, Ashley, I miss having conversations, direct conversations with Ashley because it's a great way for me and I think the two of us to kind of brainstorm together. So I, I discovered this working remote thing that that is something that I've, I've definitely been missing. Yes. And luckily I think thanks to technology, you and I have conversations happening on multiple platforms. <laughs> yes. yes. So I, I sometimes get confused as to where, you know, we come up with great ideas, but where that idea, which platform that idea originated on when I need to get back to it. Um, but I, I'm with you. I agree with you. Those, those sort of what we call our brainstorming sessions, um, are, are sorely missed in this new environment. Uh, well, I'm not trying to get in the middle of you guys. Much you <laughs> but, uh, I mean, Ashley, did you, did you just hear what Sean just, he just paid you a compliment I without even saying it. And then you kind of gave him a half compliment. <laughs> You didn't say the I miss you kind of thing. Like, what's up with that? No, no, I definitely miss that. And Sean and I have had conversation. You know, I we have a wide network of friends in the community. And I have told him more than once that I think the way that he is handling this situation for our team 
and for the agencies that we work with in the community is really impressive because there are other organizations that I have seen that have not done a great job of that. Um, and I really value the the work that he has put in to make sure that our team is good and whole where we are. Well, I'm going to, I appreciate that, but I'm going to stop the Sean love fest right here because, <laughs> because what I was going to lead to um, and and I have sent text. I have sent Ashley many a text that says, "Hey, can I call you?" Because it's just easier to talk. But <laughs> but I've also realized through this that I think I've talked to Will probably more than I've talked to my wife during this COVID nineteen. <laughs> and we've actually talked on the phone, like, "Hey, we probably better get off our off the phone because the wives are going to get mad." But I, I I'm excited about this show because one, I get to do it with Ashley and what I just expressed, but also one of the people that I find to be very inspirational and motivational to me personally during this time is our guest, Will Armstead. So, Will, you jumped in and said, "Hey, Ashley's not giving you that compliment back," but I was really I leading know, to no, a compliment no, to you. Hey, listen, that was good, Sean. See, that's a good executive director move right there, but. It's funny. We were on the phone and it was like 930 at night on a Friday. And I was like, I said to Rachel, my wife, I'm like, I'm on the phone with Sean. You know, Sean from uh, Children's Services Council. She was uh, she was like, who? What's the name? What what a commercial that was like State Farm? Right. Is it, is it State Farm? <laughs> Rachel was like, um, so what? So what is Sean wearing? I'm like. <laughs> Uh, do, you, do you remember my khaki, response? Khaki. What, what is I said a hazmat suit. A hazmat suit. <laughs> That's funny. Well, you know, likewise, man, I always enjoy talking to you. Uh, we get to really have good community conversation. And it's never, I don't think really we talk about what, you know, Children's Services Council is doing or what Boys and Girls Club is doing. It's what are we collectively doing in our community? And that's, you know, I, I definitely miss having those uh, coffee conversations and, and some of those other things. But we're still able to connect. And I'm sure once this thing is, uh, this COVID-19 decides to take a little bit of a rest, we'll get back to it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so with both of you together, I want to uh, talk about some stuff that the community needs to be aware of, even during the COVID-19 or in relation to the COVID-19. And I first want to start with the census. So I don't know if either one of you have received in the mail, or I'm sure our listeners have, have received the first notification to say, hey, jump online and fill out the census. Yes. Ashley. I've done mine already. I'm done. I'm yeah. Gonna be, were you asking a question? Well, so so <laughs> I was going to say was it, it, you get you're going to get a notification if you haven't already got it. I'm sure it's on its way because they started in March. You're going to get a notification to jump online and fill it out. Let me let me ask you guys how long did it take you to fill out online? Oh man, maybe five minutes, three minutes. Yeah, at max. Yeah. 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 So it's really quick and really easy, but we need to make sure that our listeners are aware. And I know there is a lot going on. So you may think, Sean, you know, you're lucky we're listening to your radio show, much less <laughs> doing the census. But this is so important to our community because it helps drive, as we've talked about on previous radio shows, 
it helps drive funding that comes to our community. And I'm talking schools, roads, infrastructure, and it also drives how we are represented represented in the state and in the uh, federal government, particularly for our area. So that's why it is so important that everybody fill it out. Yeah, and truly, I mean, right now is a great example of the real importance of that because we are in a situation where we are going to be relying on funding from the state government and the federal government um, as we move forward. And really, if they don't have a good count of the number of people living in our community, our community is going to get shortchanged. And I don't know about you, but I, I think I can speak safely for at least Will, we we need everything that we can get, right? Absolutely. And so, right. so by all means, fill that out. If you don't fill it out, they're going to send you, I think, up to four notices. And if you still ignore it, guess what? They're going to show up at your door. <laughs> and let oh. me tell you, social distance, man, I don't want anybody showing up at my door right now. Okay. <laughs> all right. The other thing I want to mention is um, two-on-one. So... Um, I know we have had two on one on the phone before, or I'm sorry, on the radio show before, and it's 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 literally their phone number. You dial two on one. So if we have any listeners that are out there um, that maybe are struggling with, you know, financial information or assistance or food or really anything, your first stop should be calling or going on the website of two on one. And Ashley, you, you, I know we have uh, made sure that our agencies are aware of two-on-one and that they have uh, sent their information, but have you been on their website? I have. It's pretty easy to navigate. Um, and also, you know, we've had Colleen from two-on-one on this show pretty recently. Um, and one of the things that she has talked about is that not only is their website really useful, um, you can obviously dial 211 to get information, but you can also text them to get information. So they really make it available any way, shape, or form for you to get the information that you need. Um, so there are lots of ways to get connected. Um, and I'm trying to make sure that I know the text number so that I can share it with you um, because it really is a simple way, um, not just for the information and the resources that everyone is looking for, but they also operate our local crisis line. So for anyone who is really struggling with, you know, mental health, just this, what this whole pandemic is kind of bringing on for people in relationship to their mental health, um, they are absolutely the number to call. And while you're looking for that text number, I'll let our listeners know that the website address is 211palmbeach.org. Um, and you may think, well, Sean, why would I go to the 211 Palm Beach? But it's actually Palm Beach and the Treasure Coast. So again, the website is 211palmbeach.org. Or you can simply call, utilize that same thing that you're text on, right, Will? You can actually exactly. use it for a phone to dial 211. That's exactly right. Who knew you could use that for a phone? Yeah, so the text number, you actually just have to text your zip code to the number 898-211, and they will get back to you and get any pertinent questions answered for the resources that you're looking for. Okay, now before we, we hit hard and heavy with these serious questions that we're going to talk to Will about, 
Actually, we started something with the Chamber of Commerce that's pretty exciting um, called the Small Business Big Challenge. Do you want to uh, maybe go into a little explanation yeah. of that? Yeah, sure. Um, the Small Business Big Challenge has been a lot of fun for us the last couple of weeks. You know, we obviously understand that in this environment, um, restaurants and small businesses are impacted um, along with our nonprofit community who you know, some of them have had to cancel their largest fundraisers for the year. Some of them have really had to shift the model for serving children and families. And that brings on like a whole new set of um, complications or challenges for them. So we were trying to identify a way to, to sort of support both of those communities at once. And really, this has given us the opportunity to do that. So in partnership with the St. Lucie County Chamber, Every Friday, they're helping us identify a local business, and then we are matching that business with one of our funded program partners. And so whatever sales happen at that business on that day, um, we are matching their revenue up to $1,000 for that funded program. So just as an example, the most recent one that we've done was actually the first one that we did was uh, the Texas Roadhouse in Port St. Lucie. And all the proceeds from that day went to families of the Treasure Coast. And we were able to make a donation for $1,000 um, because Texas Roadhouse had an amazing night in sales and uh, I think we're just super excited and, and welcomed the, the uh, rush of people that were there to help support them and families of the Treasure Coast at the same time. And we have all that information on our website. So I, and as you mentioned, we're generally trying to do that every Friday, right? Yes, every Friday. So, um, you know, we're recording this show on Thursday, but uh, we will have had the second round with Taco Dive and end it. Um, but all of the information is up on our website. Actually, if you scroll down on the homepage, there's a little box that says small business, big challenge. And if you click there, it will take you right to the link with all of the upcoming dates. So I don't know if Will is like yelling at people in the background or what, but I hear a lot of noise on his phone. Listen, I'm, not, I'm actually just sitting here still now. I'm a little nervous. A little <laughs> I was but just, I was, know what I was thinking. I was thinking about Taco Dive, the the uh, <laughs> this thing See? called a drunken burrito. It is so good. Oh, yeah. you guys ever had it? Oh, I have for sure. Oh, it's so good. You I like their I like their tater tots that they smother with lots of good stuff. Tachos. Oh, yeah. They're called tachos. Yeah, it's good stuff over there. Yeah. So so will with as little movement as possible. Uh, I'm just kidding. So I think anybody, anybody that has jumped on social media, read a newspaper, read the news knows that one of the, you know, one of the first entities for lack of a better way to describe it, that really kind of jumped into action to meet the needs of our community was the boys and girls clubs. And I've got a list of everything that you got going on, but you know, instead of me going through the list, maybe give you a moment to talk about how you were, you know, what you were able to, or how you were able to pivot to meet the needs of our community right now? Well, first and foremost, you know, you always got to give a shout out to the people who make it happen every day. And uh, I'm going to go back a couple years ago. It's only going to take me a short period of time. I know this is a short show, but um, I was just thinking the my board of directors of, of how they really pivoted the organization had some real high expectations 
on not that they saw a pandemic coming, but they did see that the what ifs, what if this happens and what if that happens? And I tell you what, under that leadership of Rich Del Toro was a big deal. And and he spent the better part of uh, his two years as board chair uh, getting us prepared for that. And then our new board chair, uh, and, and Rich is with the, you know, St. Lucie Police Department. And, uh, and then our current board chair, uh, Leslie Kristoff, uh, who's the campus president of Kaiser, uh, she just positioned us so well this year to make sure that we were keeping in tune to what was going on. And like Rich, we, you know, the three of us are always in conversation about what's going on, what are our next steps. And I think because of that, um, we built a strong team uh, that could meet just about any challenge. And I think the biggest thing that uh, Boys and Girls Clubs has done is we really kept our eyes open and we listened to what uh, the community was was needing and was wanting at any specific time. So it's been an absolute pleasure just to uh, just kind of walk through, even though it's tough times, uh, but it's been a pleasure just to walk through with St. Lucie County uh, and getting this stuff done. Yeah, and and kudos to, I mean, I know we know Rich Del Toro very well. Obviously, he's on our board, um, and Leslie has kind of taken the, you know, if it's like a relay race, she's taken the baton and is, is continuing to run forward. Um, so let's talk a little bit about one of the things that I know that you are doing to benefit not just your the kids that normally attend your clubs because you've had to shift the boys and girls club isn't allowed to operate the way it normally is or does. But one of the first pivots that you made was even though with this COVID-19, you can't have, you know, the hundred plus kids at each site anymore. You made sure that you were staying in contact with those kids by first making sure that their basic needs were being met. Absolutely. And, and let me tell you, Sean, we absolutely and you and I had this conversation not too long ago. We could not have done this without Children's Services Council. And the reason why we couldn't do it is because you guys and your board had made a decision that you will keep funding our, uh, based on our contract while we were going through this. And it allowed us to keep our employees on and keep them in the community doing some, some great things. So kudos uh, to you and your board and your staff for recognizing the many, many needs of the community. And so we started out, we we know that at our clubs, kids eat dinner every single night. And we have our, our five clubhouses, but we also uh, serve kids in 15 schools. And so we have well over 2,000 kids every day that depend on, that depend on dinner our parent depends on the dinner for them. And so one of the things we did right away is we connected with um, Judy Cruz, uh, CEO for Treasure Coast Food Bank, and said we, we wanted to come up with a plan on how we were going to feed those kids. And uh, she jumped on board with that. Um, and then to, to make it even better, we, we worked with Howard Tipton and his team um, and his lead guy, Doug Baver, who really helped facilitate a lot of things that we were able to do. And so every night we get to feed 1,200 kids 
uh, families and and other folks that that just need a meal just to get through. And so we not only feed at our four club four our locations, we also go into those neighborhoods where grandma might be raising those kids and they can't walk the eight or ten blocks to bring a meal to their kids. So our staff, um, our Boys and Girls Club staff, drive our vehicles around every night and we uh, provide meals in those apartment complexes and neighborhoods where those families just can't get out. And and just so our listeners know, the food that you're distributing, obviously the, you're going out into the neighborhoods, but you do have sites, uh, four sites, I believe, where they can pick up food. Is that just for your kids or can any family come by? Any family can come by, and, and we practice the social distancing. Uh, our staff is wearing the proper, the proper uh, uh, what is it, PPE, you know, so they're doing yeah. that. Uh, and and where, you know, when you get teens around, sometimes you gotta you got to talk to them a little bit more and say, hey, you guys need to be at a, a set distance. But uh, for the most part, uh, the majority of the families that come they come through a drive-through. We give them their meals and they drive off. We have very few walk-ups. Most of the people are, are coming through a drive-through and they may need four meals. They may need five meals. We give them the meals and then they go about their 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 day. That is, you know, we, we kind of started the show talking about how we're trying to add some levity, but we realize that families are having real struggles um, particularly around, you know, loss of jobs and income and money. And that, that equates down to how do we meet the basic needs of families in our community? And the Boys and Girls Club is, is kind of checking one of those boxes for a lot of families by providing over 1,200 meals every single day. Every single day. And we've had some, some other donors to give us some dollars. Uh, and uh, some food. So in some of those days, we're feeding 15. I mean, we had a couple of donors. Um, the, uh, we had a couple of donors. I, I don't want to make any mistakes or names, but we've had quite a few of them just give us dollars that allowed us to feed sometimes 16, 1,700 meals. I think to date, we're, we're hitting pretty close to 40,000 meals uh, since the beginning of this. That's great. And that's really cool. So important. Yeah. And and real quick, if somebody's listening and they're like, that's great, you know, I need to uh, partake or even maybe sign up to volunteer, can they find all that information on your website? It's on our website and it's also on our social media. Right. And if, you, if you're on Facebook, and let's face it, guys, I know you all are on Facebook. <laughs> Look up Boys and Girls Club St. Lucie <laughs> County. You guys do a wonderful job of posting and keeping everybody updated. So I want to I pivot. We've got about, uh, because we're not in the room together, I just let you all know we've got about seven minutes left. I want to talk about um, the child care that you're providing. So we did get the opportunity in working with uh, Howard Tipton. Uh, they have a uh, contract with us to do um, this service for first responders and medical uh, personnel. And it's been going great. But again, we're doing it at each of our centers, four centers. We have two staff with eight kids. We're practicing social distancing. um, And we're making sure that those kids that come in in the morning, they're able to do their, their, their schoolwork. And so that's been, I'm sure, a big help to the families. But I would be remiss 
if I didn't share that we did receive a $100,000 grant from the Mortgage Family Foundation uh, that's being managed at the um, Martin St. Lucie County uh, community. Uh, She's going to be so mad when she has Community this. Foundation, <laughs> Martin St. Lucie. I got you. You, got you did all right. You're you, listen, it's a lot difficult when you're like in an office space and you're like, okay, well, you don't have no note for that. Right. <laughs> but, but because of that, we're able to serve those families that are on the front line doing some really cool things uh, in St. Lucie County. And I, I kind of, you know, in this COVID-19 radio reality we have, we kind of have like two tracks that we want to attract listeners to, if you will. Obviously the resources and hopefully a laugh or two, but, uh, um, and maybe just one laugh, but, uh, uh, (laughs) part of what we want is we want to make sure that, that listeners who need the service know how to access it. You talked about the food sites, they can go to your website or Facebook. Um, but we also want to talk about maybe there's some listeners that have means right now that can support and help out. So can you maybe talk about, you know, what some of your immediate needs are and if somebody is of, whether it be volunteering time, resources, or money, how they can help out? Well, I think everyone's going through a tough time right at the moment. So Boys and Girls Club of St. Lucie County, we're really being very careful in how we ask for, uh, you know, financial assistance. And we, you know, you guys have a consortium uh, group that are very uh, – uh, very helpful. And like I said, there are a lot of people who are just jumping in. So if, if somebody wanted to jump in and make a, a donation, we're leaving that up to them. But uh, we have a lot of community partners doing just some extraordinary things, things that we would normally pay for, uh, we're not having to pay for. And our volunteers, we've had at least 400 volunteers uh, through this. So I think if the word is out, uh, but what I would um, ask is the listeners, for those that have kids, uh, that we're on our social media, there's plenty of resources uh, with Boys and Girls Clubs and a lot of other great organizations uh, throughout the county and even the country. And uh, I ask that all those families keep their mental health up and, and make sure that they're checking in with themselves And for a lot of parents who are not used to being with their kids for a full 24 hours, utilize the resources. We have some good storytellers that are on our Facebook page. We're going to be doing some exercise. We're going to be doing all kinds of great and neat activities. So we just ask that um, our listeners, those that have children, even if they're not with Boys and Girls Clubs, to tune in to us every day because we always have something special going on. Man, Will, I'll well, oh, go ahead, Ashley. Well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just wanted to say, I'm really glad you brought that up because I think that that is or could be kind of an open door for kids who maybe typically would not participate in an after school program. We know that there's kids out there who don't, but that the opportunity for them to be able to see those familiar faces through the virtual club and you know, see Mr. Tommy reading a book and see Miss Caitlin teaching them how to work out. Like, I think those things are really cool and could be an open door for them to continue participating with Boys and Girls Clam long after this is, is all over and done. With. Absolutely. 
And and Will, I was going to say, that was on my notes, man. That was next. Just stay patient. But <laughs> Well, you said we had seven minutes. So I was trying to get it all done. I'm, I'm teasing you. I'm teasing you. But I, I, I do give you compliments on the virtual clubs because, um, and I know, Ashley, you can attest to this. I know, Will, you can attest to this. No day is the same. Right. Like, like exactly. it's not like, Hey, my kids are sitting down at the table from eight till two doing schoolwork. And then we're going to go to the boys and girls club virtual club. And, and the way you have it set up, they can access it anytime. Anytime we have, it's on our YouTube channel. And like I said, Sean, I mean, there are a lot of people in our County and I have to give a shout out to Lindsay school of the arts. I saw something today about you could, uh, draw your face or something to that nature. But there are another organization that's just doing remarkable things. They care about uh, the kids in our community. So there's lots of resources out there. Just go to the CSE web uh, webpage and, and it will tell you all of the things. Look at you. I'm trying to do my small part <laughs> man. in the world. Will is the best hype man ever. <laughs> he really is. He's right, though. On our CSC website, we've got a COVID-19 resources page. And um, John Caesar in our office, who's not currently in our office, he's also working remotely, um, has been doing an awesome job updating that with all of the links to what local programs are doing, what statewide resources are available, what some national museums and zoos and other places like that are doing. So there is a whole bunch of information on that web on that page um, that will give you links to local and other resources. So I strongly encourage everybody to look up the Boys and Girls Club St. Lucie County on Facebook, go to their website, or I just pulled up their YouTube channel all of that information that Will talked about, whether you have children, grandchildren that need, uh, you know, a break from schoolwork and want to do some fun stuff with the staff, or if you can volunteer your time to maybe help with the feeding, or more importantly, if your family needs food, visit one of their clubs. All that information is on there. And Will, I just got to say, uh, big kudos to your entire team for all that you're doing. I know not only we at the Children's Services Council, but also the entire community greatly appreciates it. Well, we appreciate you being part of it, for sure. All right, folks, that's the end of the show. Actually, we're over. I apologize for that. But remember, <laughs> uh, we'll be back next week. It's our children, our community, our future. We're all in this together. We'll see you next time.